hello. Uh, this is Grant with MarketScale Transportation, uh, home of the Are We There Yet video podcast series where we explore the most exciting technologies, topics, companies, and projects in transportation today. Very excited today to speak with Cam Murphy, president of Theme Aero, a leading maintenance and repair operations organization. And Cam was kind enough to take some time from his busy schedule today. We were uh, enjoying attending the uh, MRO Americas Conference uh, 2022 uh, here in Dallas, Texas, and before headed back to a uh, home in Miami, Florida, uh, was able to take some time to stop by today. So, Cam, hello, and thank you so much for your time. Uh, honor to be here. Thank yeah. you. Of course, of course. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I know MRO uh, 2022 was a success, um, you know, kind of last couple of years here, uh, not the attendance uh, that it once was. Uh, overall, was the, the conference a success for you? Nice to be back in person again? Yeah, I mean, this conference was, was huge for us. I think that, um, you know, last year the numbers were definitely down, but there was yeah. over 13,000 people here. Yeah. So it was really good. So it's good to see uh, how resilient the industry is and everyone's coming back. Nice, nice. Good to hear. Good to hear. I know you know um, the, the aviation industry, commercial aviation and uh, maintenance and repair operations especially. Um, kind of a turbulent time over the last few months. You know, we've seen uh, geopolitical chaos. We've seen, um, you know, supply chain disruptions. Uh, uh, as if in every industry, you know, there's been some some talent shortages, you know, that the industry, uh, you know, has experienced uh, like many others. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited to, to share that Theme Aero, you know, has really continued to grow, has continued to expand, you know, amidst everything going on in the world today. Um, I know that currently over 1,100 technicians, if, as I understand, yeah. with Theme Aero, yeah. uh, 30-plus locations um, you know, worldwide, uh, expanding every day, U.S. And, and Europe. So, so excited to hear that. So, you know, would love kind of speaking a little bit to just, you know, some of the expansion, you know, that the organization, I know, had some exciting announcements within MRO, and, and I know recently purchased an organization out of Europe. Would love to hear about, you know, some of the expansion, you know, recently over the last few months and how you're continuing to grow. So yeah, in the in the, yeah. pa in the past six months, we've acquired two companies on Europe. Um, really, the um, strategic plan was, you know, the the market was depressed, and we thought, let's find companies that kind of fit our same culture. And yeah. we were able to find two, I mean, phenomenal organizations that really remind us of us when we had first started. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of cultural synergies and a lot of customer synergies, so we can leverage relationships we have here in the U.S. over there. Um, we also recently announced our, our hangar at yeah. CVG. We're going to uh, expand there. So it's going to be uh, over 150,000 square feet of wow. uh, hangar space, three three bays. So um, that needs that causes the need for labor. Yeah. So we partnered with uh, Epic Flight Academy, okay. uh, who they produce some phenomenal young A&P uh, uh, talent. Yeah. So we're actually working with them and uh, in conjunction with CVG Airport and under yeah. Candace's leadership to actually build, they're going to build an A&P school on the airfield. Wow. So it's going to be... Uh, the only AMP school on the airfield, and uh, you know the goal is just to really increase this this pipeline. Work with the other AMP schools in the area to figure out how we can produce more individuals to get involved in aerospace. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So even amidst a, a talent shortage, um, you know one of the answers that Femero has had uh, let's 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 train. Let's let's get yeah. more involved in the training and the, yeah. and the recruitment ourselves, and kind of yeah. develop that next generation of, of workers and yeah. technicians within the industry. That that's really exciting uh, to hear. Do you do you feel like other companies you've been really affected? And, and probably so, you know, with the development of the training program. But have you seen, you know, some of these kind of hiring labor talent shortages, you know, that have kind of characterized the overall industry, you know, last last year or so? Yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for MRO in general, um, 
There's a massive labor shortage, yeah. and we knew that with the um, the baby boomer generation is retiring now, and um, it's it's uh, a lot of people aren't involved in aviation as they were back in, in previous generations. So there's a, a great collaboration going on between airlines and MRO and anyone that's involved in the sector to, to get people in, yeah. um, pushing for diversity, uh, pushing for you know areas and, and different things, because part of it is just exposure. Most yeah. people do not get exposed to aviation at a young age. Mm -hmm. So um, there's been a lot of partnerships with high schools and things like that. And then also transitioning military out of the military uh, to get their AMP license and to okay. be able to, to work on, on aircraft. So yeah. there's a huge, huge industry push that everyone is uh, really giving a lot of, a lot of effort towards and a lot of uh, you know energy. And for us, we're in the business of people. Yep. Uh, at the very end of the day, you know, I, I always say that people are the heart of kind of what we do. Sure. Um, as an organization, we, don't, we're not an, an OEM that we're manufacturing things. We're in the bill. We're in the business of people. Yes. So, you know, we can only support airlines if we have people and take care of our people. So, yeah. um, for us, this is kind of a, a core value for us and a cultural thing that we got to keep pushing in the industry. It's just the timing is great that everyone is doing it together. But mm -hmm. part of it is inspiring the younger generations to uh, mm -hmm. want to get involved in, in aerospace and not trade cryptocurrency. Definitely. <laughs> That's exactly exactly. Well, I think you'll do it. I think you have a culture and just a company that that, that seems like everyone's having a lot of fun and, and doing things a little bit differently. You know, than a lot of other companies I've seen in the industry. I think one thing that I noticed at, at MRO especially just was was you know just what a powerful uh, team that you have at, yeah. at Feme Aero and just yeah. what what seems to be a really cool culture. You know, I love it's a privately held organization yeah. as I understand yeah. over thirty years in yeah. operation as yeah. I understand. Thirty three anniversary. Thirty three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, what, what do you think that that culture? I mean, we would love to learn a little bit more. I mean, you're doing things differently. You're you're one of the largest, um, you know, third party MRO organizations, you know, in the industry. You're you're expanding internationally. Um, you know, you're in the news a lot. You know, within the the uh, aviation industry, which I you know have loved to to get to see. You know, especially over the last few months here, especially. Can you tell us a little bit about about the story of of Feme and and just you know the last you know 33 years and just kind of that culture and you know would would love to just you know hear that story a little bit you know from you if you don't mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's um it's definitely a story of people. So originally, Feme, um, you know, and, and the Feme team, we we weren't even called Feme. It was really uh, FNE Aircraft Maintenance. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Fred and Everett's Aircraft Maintenance. It was really two guys in a truck. And mm -hmm. I'm fortunate because it was, Fred was my father and. Mm -hmm. um, we just we kept growing and growing and growing really based on this principle of you know as an organization the first thing we have to do is obviously make money to be in business sure but the second and most um you know priority thing for us was how do we give jobs how can we bless other people how do we bring people in and how do we grow people yeah. so part of everything we do is about building a team mm -hmm. and really taking care of people as best as we can yeah. um and so everyone a part of the theme team or theme family as we call it in, internally mm -hmm. it really is about treating each other like family and yeah. You know, I think one of the things that makes our organization very unique is that everybody is very entrepreneurial. We mm -hmm. are 100%. We want you to own different projects and things like that. Wow. And, you know, and, and our success leads to to interesting things because because of the labor shortage. We have larger organizations that pull from us all the time. Yeah. And um, part of it is because we do such a good job of training people and giving them exposure and giving them experience that, mm -hmm. you know, they do go on to sometimes larger organizations and 
most people would be, oh, that's, that's a, such a sad thing. But mm-hmm. we actually take pride in the fact that an individual is able to go to somewhere else and contribute there. And yeah. we're, we have to kind of own the fact that we're, we're, a, we're a pipeline for some of the larger carriers until we grow mm-hmm. to that same size. Sure. So even though we have high ambition and we want to get to these, these different uh, uh, places within the, the industry, we also are, are humble enough to realize that, hey, we're here right now. Let's yeah. be the best we can in this space. Yeah. Um, and then continue to just develop and grow. Nice. But it's been, it's been, it's definitely been a long time coming uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's um and we're just very blessed and fortunate yeah that's awesome that's so I know that's a big big reason you know behind the success of the organization and just growing to um, such a respectable uh, company that it is today and, and really a leader you know within MRO as I shared um, you know it sounds like you know related to that talent shortage the labor shortage you really turn that into a, a, a positive you know um, it's it's just you know really highlighted I think the unique and different and exciting culture that you have at FEMA Arrow and developing the training program I think just makes so so much sense and so I know you know probably not effective as as, as some others were in the industry, you know, because of those things that you're doing. So that's really, oh, really cool to hear. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, we're just really fortunate. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when, when COVID happened, yeah. I mean, we also, a lot of the passenger ser- uh, customers that we serviced, they, they completely went away. Mm-hmm. And we were just very fortunate that the majority of the business is in cargo. Yeah. And cargo took off. Everyone was at home ordering things online at yeah. Amazon. So yeah. that, that, that continued to grow. Um, but, you know, again, we definitely put our people first. Yep. The, the number one thing that we did when COVID first happened was we did not want to let a single person go. Wow. No matter what. Okay. And that was our, our, our priority. That was our goal. And part of being privately held is that we do have the advantage of, you know, some publicly traded companies have to hit certain margins. Sure. You know, and if they don't hit it, it's, it's bad for the shareholder, for mm-hmm. us. We were like, listen, we have to take a step back. We want to invest all this into growth, but we're going to have mm-hmm. to turn this around now and invest this in our people because we want to yeah. keep people here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, that's that's our that's our most precious asset. But yep. we've just been very, very fortunate, very, very fortunate mm-hmm. in the in the industry and. We, the, it's it's timing, you know. That's why mm-hmm. we, you know we always say that you know we are we are we're blessed to be where we are at this at this time. Yes. So yes. we just take small steps and keep going forward. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I know it is. I know it's a blessings. I know it's being fortunate, but I know too it's 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 because of things you're doing and, and the hard work. I know that you and uh, especially are putting into the organization and, and the team that you have. I, I know that especially as audience members, you know, hear about this culture and and the, the fast growing company uh, that you're leading. Uh, they're they're going to be interested in joining the team. So if, if I may ask, are, are you hiring currently and and are there opportunities for for new individuals to join the team 1000 percent yes. okay yeah. okay <laughs> yes we're hiring cool I mean, we're hiring i mean and we're yeah. always looking to to grow the team to enhance okay. the team um i mean from not only a and p we're hiring we're hiring there nice. but in all facets of the organization you okay. know we're, we're always trying to build the best team that we possibly can yeah and attract the best the best talent um because at, at the end of the day this isn't any individual effort i think it's kind of it's it's for us to even look anyone in the organization to look that hey what I'm doing individually it's mm-hmm. that's not really the perspective that we want it's kind of what yeah. we're doing collectively yeah. to help everyone because everyone in the organization matters and mm-hmm. we you know take care of everyone in a, a way that we want everyone to grow but some individuals don't want to grow some mm-hmm. not everyone wants to be a manager a director a supervisor sure. so you know one of the things that we're working on now is you know, understanding and formalizing these different growth paths mm-hmm. so that individuals can make sure that they're getting exactly what they want. And we've been very fortunate that we've had people leave, we've mm-hmm. had people come back, mm-hmm. we've had people retire that now they're, they're trainers. Wow. Um, and I think the biggest compliment, you know, not only from being in family business is when I see other people bring their family into the business. Definitely. So when you get to see 
three generations there. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. that we're doing something that they're willing to bring their family in. So mm-hmm. we want to continue that culture. We, mm-hmm. we, we want to continue to just, you know, give back as much as we can. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. even with all the, the industry constraints and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to just keep trying, you know, yes. we're going to, we're, we're here to compete. Yep, absolutely. Well, you're very much doing that. You're competing, and I think you're you're leading in, in, in many ways. So, again, congratulations on that. Um, you know, we'd love to see, too. Um, I know you had some exciting announcements that were released during MRO, and I know the last couple of months I've seen you in the news quite a bit as, as well. Um, you know, looking forward to the remainder of 2022 and kind of the year ahead. Um, you know, I know you're excited about, you know, just continuing to build the team, training program, as you mentioned. Um, you know, but but what else are you especially excited about? Looking looking forward to the year. Uh, yeah. There's definitely some secrets in there. Okay. But, okay. But yeah. The, you know, what yeah. I think what, what, you know, one of the things that we're doing is we're positioning ourselves for, for growth in the future. Nice. And um, really, you know, uh, this hangar is going to do a lot of uh, positive things for not only um, us, but the entire ecosystem at CVG yeah. Airport. Yeah. And, um, you know, our goal is to continue to scale, continue to scale and grow. Great. Um, and we're looking at the electrical vertical takeoff and landing space. Yeah. Um, we're looking to position ourselves with that. Perfect. Um, you have some really, really smart engineers that are building amazing, amazing products. Awesome. And we just want to be a part of that supply chain chain to you know, maintain these things, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and again, being in the business of people, we're going to start rolling out some programs that are going to help individuals that maybe they didn't go to school to get an AMP license mm-hmm. and that we can do an apprenticeship program mm-hmm. or we can do a, a program where it's a journeyman program where we're bringing them from start to finish within FEM because at the end yep. of the day, again, you know, we're, we're here to, for the people and to provide as many jobs as we, as, as we can. I love it. I love it. That sounds great. I, I always, you know, ask kind of within the series, are we there yet? You know, like to kind of, you know, focus a question, you know, build uh, around that. And so I think you have such a unique perspective and such a positive, you know, outlook on, uh, you know, hiring and kind of overcoming, you know, the labor shortage that we've seen. Um, do you feel like is is that still in general? Um, and, and I think, you know, FEMA may be a, a little bit unique and better positioned, but is that still largely kind of, you know, categorizing the, the industry? Are those shortages still affecting, you know, the overall kind of MRO aviation industry? Or are we, we, you know, kind of moving past that? What would be some of your insight to that? So for are we there yet with the labor yeah. shortage? No. Yeah. We're nowhere near it. Okay. In fact, we're just getting started. Okay. It's going to get uh, uh, worse probably before it gets it gets better. Okay. You're at this inflection point where you have a huge demand mm-hmm. for aircraft maintenance technicians, mm-hmm. but the supply is not there. Okay. So that's why collectively the industry does have to come together to increase this pipeline, uh, go into, you know, different like areas that you know we haven't recruited before. Okay. Um, and even look at bringing people from different industries into into aerospace. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a huge a huge push. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, we're in a space where, again, for hiring an A and P technician, there's no robot that's going to come out sure. and, and replace anyone. So yeah, it's it's something that we're just at the starting point okay. of the labor shortage. I think what you are going to see is you you're going to see a lot of people really focus in on the whole digitalization process yep. and, um, you know, manufacturing is probably going to change. You're going to see a lot of uh, 3D printing and things like that. Cool. Um, the regulatory body is going to definitely have pressure on it to kind of help with some of these technology advancements, which I think they'll be able to to, to, to handle at a, at, a, mm-hmm. at a good pace. Yeah. But the labor shortage, um, it's not going anywhere. Okay. It's not going anywhere. And I think even at the MRO, um, uh, one of the consultant firms there, I think it was Oliver Wyman, they were mm-hmm. talking about how this this was 
this was the year. Yes. This was the year that in 2022, you were going to start seeing this split happen. Okay. Um, and it's going to continue until uh, different factors come in to really kind of help uh, really get the supply of aircraft maintenance technicians back yeah. in. And I think Boeing even said that there's going to be over 300,000 uh, shortages. Wow. So Wow. No, that's incredible. Yeah. I think the first step, obviously, is, is with anything in, in developing a solution is recognizing, you know, the problem yeah. and, uh, you know, really kind of assessing it and, and starting to already think creatively about ways that you can, you know, not be affected as much, uh, you know, through development of the yeah. training programs and yeah. things like that as you shared and really just kind of highlighting the, the the great culture that you have and yeah. telling that story and get that message yeah. out there. So the and fact we're, that we're, you're doing I'm, that. I'm, I'm annoying yeah. internally because I say that we don't have problems. We have yeah. opportunities. There you go. Nice. So we, nice. Have, we have an opportunity to, yes. to, to show the world, you know, what it's like to be an aircraft mechanic and really... Yeah. Really, you know, to be a part of one of the most probably dynamic industries in the world that's yeah. going to continue evolving and continuing changing. So Very much. you're going to see stuff with sustainability start happening with sustainable fuels. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, there's going to be a lot of really, really interesting things happening in the space. And, you know, it's a great opportunity for anyone to get involved. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I think that should be the theme of the episode today. You know, the, the labor shortage, the talent shortage, it's not a problem. As, as Cam Murphy tells us today, it's an opportunity. Uh, so so we're going to go with that. And, and I think that's a positive kind of optimistic type outlook that, that the entire industry should have. Yep. And, and again, I just want to congratulate you and your team at, at Femaro for the wonderful things that, that you're doing. And uh, I especially am appreciative of you taking the time today uh, within MRO Americas to stop by and to share some of your insights uh, with MarketScale and our audience today. Um, I know uh, it's going to be success. I know probably your website's going to be busy um, too, just handling some of the inquiries and interests that I know organizations and individuals are going to have and want to partner and be a part of this team. Uh, so again, just want to thank you so much for your time today and appreciate your insights uh, very much on the talent shortage and how, um, again, this, this isn't a problem, this is an opportunity. So thank you for your time today, Cam. I appreciate yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.